This podcast is not intended as a substitute for professional help. If you or someone you know is facing difficulties, I advise you consult a psychologist. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Psych for Life with Dr. Amanda Ferguson. I'm your host, Dr. Amanda Ferguson. Today, I'll be discussing the statement, don't just fill the space. Recently, I've found myself telling clients, don't just fill the space. And it's fast becoming my new go-to phrase. It's for when people see a bigger job opportunity and think that they should take it simply because it's there. It's when you're early for an appointment or you're being kept waiting and you could jump on your phone or not. It's whenever you have time to pause, reflect, ponder on a project or a part of your life that's important to you. Or you could simply stop and be. In this podcast, you'll learn why being in charge of our attention and being able to choose to be still is critical to our health, productivity and success. How moments of peace elicit our own wisdom, epiphanies and creativity. The human world seems to be speeding up in time and conspiring to keep us busy and distracted. And increasingly, people are suffering from stress and overwhelm as a result. And many of us need to retrain ourselves to stop when we can and resist filling every space or time in the day and night with activity. I used to fill my spaces all the time, rushing from one thing to the next, but these days I respect and value the spaces. I respect them as a gift. And when spaces appear in my day, I often wonder if the space is something I needed but I hadn't realised I needed. And I stop and I ponder on what would be best for me to do in these moments of space. Sometimes I just let my mind wander or daydream as it wishes, unguided, as I actively do nothing. Daydreaming is when we find ourselves thinking for pleasure or stillness instead of for a purpose. Daydreaming has been shown to reduce stress and anxiety, to help with problem solving and enhance creativity. It also helps us with goal setting and achieving our goals. So the very inactivity of daydreaming helps with activity. Other times I'll drop into a meditation, even just for a few minutes. It's a really quick and powerful reset. It clears the mind. I do transcendental meditation, which is where we actually think of nothing and we do nothing. Meditating makes our minds feel and function better. So again, the doing of nothing with meditation helps us to do everything. If you practice recognizing the spaces as they appear, you too can get in touch with what you feel you need to use the space for. And you can become good at this. And it's so empowering as a practice. And once you retrain yourself to do this, I doubt you'll ever want to give it up. It's not only doing nothing, it's also saying nothing and being silent in these spaces that gives us so much in return. Renowned French philosopher Gilles Deleuze said, so it's not a problem of getting people to express themselves, but of providing little gaps of solitude and silence in which they might eventually find something to say. He said, what a relief to have nothing to say. The right to say nothing because only then is there a chance of framing the rare and even rarer thing that might be worth saying. Technology is a fundamental part of our lives, of course, whether we like it or not, as is the rapidly accelerating pace with which tech giants are trying to take over our lives. 
If you listen to any of my podcasts on this site where I interview cognitive neuroscientist Professor Mark Williams, you'll hear how phones and other screens and devices are constantly trying to take our attention using algorithms that are actually addictive. As Professor Williams says, those of us in charge of our devices and most importantly of our own attention will be the healthier, more productive and more successful now and in the future. People who've lost or are losing the ability to switch off are the ones in danger. And Professor Williams advises we use the apps to monitor how often we check our devices. And most people tell me they're shocked to discover how much time and how often they've been on their device. So slowing down, switching off emails and our phones makes a huge difference to our stress. And I know for myself in my stress, if I switch off my devices for large parts of the day and just ignore them and give myself times distinctly to check emails twice a day is enough, my concentration is so much better. My stress levels go down and I'm actually a lot happier. Sometimes going to a place makes it easier to create mental and physical space especially for introverts who need time on their own to recharge. I'm a classic introvert and I've had boats all my life because one of my most important spaces has always been on a boat on the ocean on my own. These days, when I really need solitude, I go to my yacht that's moored in a beautiful bay and I just sit and do nothing, see and speak to no one. It recharges me faster than anything else. And again, doing nothing means I can do so much. This idea of space is related to the idea of boredom. Creativity and play come from boredom. In boredom, we find space and we need the space to then find creativity and play. This is why we encourage parents to let their kids be bored, not just because too much screen time is dangerous, but if We don't learn to engage and hang out with ourselves in a space as kids in a mental space. We find it very hard to do that as adults. And then there's the epiphanies that come from the daydreaming, from the just being, from the doing nothing. And this is where our conscious mind has turned problems and issues over to our subconscious mind at times, and we may not even be conscious we've done that. But this is a time where we can allow the subconscious mind. And because it's speaking to us, it's working 24-7. It's only when we allow it to have the time and the air time, if you like, and the space by switching off our conscious minds, then it breaks through to our own thoughts and brings us the information and wisdom that it wants us to gain and we need to gain. These breakthroughs are our own thoughts And instead of being consumed by and being fed by what to think from devices, this is the information that tells us who we really are, what we really want, what really matters to us. Think of a time when a realisation, a memory or information came to you out of nowhere. Well, of course, it wasn't out of nowhere. It was from your subconscious. And again, switching off the conscious, allowing yourself to hang out in the space psychologically in the being state, not doing, allows the wiser subconscious part, the database, if you like, of our minds that contains and stores 
all the information, all the memories that we've ever experienced, they're all still in there, but we won't be able to access them and they won't bubble up as needed, these pieces of information, memories and so forth, until we switch off the conscious. These days, I purposely make spaces during my days. And when I'm making these podcasts and thinking of what to put in them, I purposely make at least a space or more. And usually then the ideas come to me and memories of information I'd forgotten, which was stored inside my deeper subconscious mind. But more importantly, it keeps me calm, in control of my own mind, happy and well. So here are some top tips for don't just fill the space. Be grateful for the spaces when they arrive. Practice getting in touch with what you need to use them for. Soul searching, daydreaming, or doing nothing at all. Meditate. Use that space. Be in that space. Consider creating mental spaces, especially when you have some project or a problem to solve. When walking and running, especially outside and in nature, this can bring the epiphanies and wisdom because we can switch off our conscious mind, but only if our device is switched off as well or at home. Make sure you're in charge of your phone and other devices, not the other way around. Find a physical space where you can just be. It can be a favourite lookout, a park bench, or under a tree, a spot on a beach or in the bush even in a garden. And finally, if you persist with this just being in your spaces of time, you'll probably become addicted to this state of being well and truly over being with your devices. If you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, please rate, review and subscribe on Apple, Spotify or wherever you're listening right now. Plus, don't forget you can access all of the resources mentioned in today's podcast via the show notes. Is there a pressing issue or topic you'd like me to discuss? Head to my Instagram at dramandaferguson and send me a DM. I love hearing from my listeners. If anything discussed in this podcast has caused you concern or distress, contact your general practitioner or health provider. To locate a psychologist in your area, call the Australian Psychological Society and locate Find a Psychologist Service on 1800 333 497 or visit www.findapsychologist.org.au. If you or someone you know is in crisis, Lifeline is available 24-7 on 13 11 14 and Kids Helpline, again 24-7, on 1800 1800 and both are free of charge. To find out more about me, please visit my website, dramandaferguson.com.au. You can find the link in my show notes. The opinions expressed by guests in these podcasts aren't necessarily shared by me.